dressed as a barbarian war criminal, an undead cultist, a pyromaniac goblin, a hot topic reject, and a bard whose family is very, very cursed, all have in common. Well, that's very simple. They're all our main cast. We are Goblets and Gays, a mostly Pathfinder 2e podcast set in a homebrew world. If Pathfinder isn't your thing, we have all sorts of other awesome games for you to enjoy. Join us every Wednesday for episodes of our main campaign, Blood of Kings, as these chaotic gays attempt to locate some missing royalty. Don't forget to follow us on all social media channels at Goblets and Gays to stay up to date with our amazing projects. And remember to eat your vegetables. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Normally in Love, our playtest of Warmer in the Winter by Game Nomicon. I am your matchmaker, Dennis Veray, and with me I've got some players, and they're very horny characters. Hi, I'm Carrie Cloud. I'll be playing Claire Bonpon, and my playbook is The Beloved. Hey, I'm Marcus. I'm playing Kev Deacon, the barback. My uh, playbook is The Bestie. What's up? I'm Adam. I'm playing the professional powerlifter Jake Dangler with the Charmer Handbook. And I am Ryan Bowman. I'm playing Henry Peterson, the middle school shop teacher, with the Rekindled Playbook. When we last left off, we had come back to normal Illinois, where Claire Bonpon was looking to open up her second high French cuisine restaurant. She came with her bestie in tow, Kevin. But when she got back home, she found someone from her past. She had come upon Henry. While looking at the second location, Claire also met Jake, a powerlifting heartthrob. Unfortunately, it looks like the mall, Normal Town Mall, where the second location was supposed to be, might be shut down if our protagonists can't raise $50,000 by Christmas, which is just two days away. Due to the stress of everything, Claire, you parted with everyone at the mall and head back home where, you know, tomorrow's going to be a day filled with cooking, getting prepped up for this bake sale that you have set up to try and raise money for the mall itself. We find you in bed. What does uh, Claire's night attire look like? Okay, well, Claire... Claire is a professional, right? She loves um, order. She loves when things look all put together. I see her in uh, like a, a silk pajama set that's just black and it's very modest. And <laughs> she's wearing like those uh, those socks, like those orthopedic socks with the with the sticky things on the bottom. And she uh, she always has her hair up. In like a cool scarf. <laughs> I don't really. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. It's <laughs> all she needs. As Claire, we see Claire tossing and turning as she's in the midst of a nightmare. <laughs> Claire, you're thinking about uh, being in your hometown, being in your childhood bedroom, is stirring old memories. As this dream, this nightmare serves also as a flashback. As we see Claire in Paris, she's been sent off by her mother Claudette to visit with her grandmare, her grandmother, <laughs> your grandmother Fiona, uh, in Paris, France. As Fiona, in her own right back in the day in the 20s, was quite the accomplished chef. And this trait has been passed down in your family line all the way to you. But we see Claire, 13, 14, I believe, is when you said she was sent over to France. Mm -hmm. 14. Uh And if you don't mind describing, how's the relationship with Fiona and uh, the way you learned to cook? Well, uh, my family really thinks that children should not be seen or heard. So I really had to... Be careful. I had to be silent by her side. I had to make sure to listen to all of her commands. Um, And she also made me say, we chef. It was humiliating, but she she wanted me to learn the professionalism. So it was we chef. It was never, yes, grandma. Which was really fucked up. Mm -hmm. So 
Basically, I was tasked with doing all of the things that she couldn't do. She was a younger, a younger woman at the time, but she used her mild arthritis as an excuse to force me to roll out uh, dozens of yards of dough and shape it, shape it with, with my hands, my little tiny 14-year-old hands. She would just watch me do it. And then after I was done, she would throw all of it away and tell me that they looked terrible. And then she would send Mad. me... <laughs> Mad! <laughs> and she would send me to my bed bedroom at 4 p.m. And she would, she would make me watch the sunset and think about... <laughs> think about my place in the world. <laughs> and if I was really... <laughs> if I was... <laughs> sorry... That's it. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> As you're sitting alone in your room, we watch Claire watching the sunset crest along the Parisian landscape. We see the Eiffel Tower, the Arc de Triomphe, not even relatively close to each other, but they're both in this shot. As the sun comes down, Claire, you reach into the small desk that has been afforded to you by your grandmother, one of the few things in your very tiny room. And out of it, you pull a letter. This is a love letter addressed to you by Henry. Oh my goodness. As your dream slowly transfers over to another flashback prior to being sent off to France to learn to cook with your grandmother, Fiona. You're in normal, back in normal town high, as... (laughs) We see a younger you and a younger Henry, both deeply, deeply in love, as puppy love often goes. We find you two in the hallways of Normal Town Hall uh, in passing period. Um, well, uh, I was just going to say, hey there. <laughs> uh, hi, it's it's so good to see you. you know, I know that we meet every day after biology. But it feels like, it feels like the first time, like, every time, you know? No, I know, uh, man, I wish we had the same biology class. <laughs> man, <laughs> probably good for me, I'd, I'd, I'd just stare at you the whole time. I'd probably go like, man, uh, pardon, pardon, uh, what I'm about to say, I'd be thinking about your biology, probably like the whole time. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Well, you know, I think that I think that our next chapter is about um, about reproduction. So I'm really glad we're not in that class, because then we <laughs> we'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> but we'll have to we'll have to t- talk about it still, you know. Yeah, man, we're just a couple of we're just a couple of high school age scamps, aren't we? <laughs> I know we're so crazy. I love you, Henry. <laughs> Man, I love the heck out of you, Claire. So happy we're together. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, I want you to, to roll plus charm for me to make a move. I totally forgot we needed dice. <laughs> Ooh, uh, eight, and then plus charm is nine. Nice. <laughs> Alright, on a nine... Carrie can either choose to give you a heartstring, or follow one of the following reactions below. She either shares an intimate moment with you, promises to do something for you, or gets flustered and abashed. I'm going to share an intimate moment with Henry. Alright. As (laughs) there's a lot of people in normal town high (laughs) passing through the halls during this passing period, there's only two people that matter. As you two come in and embrace, we watch kids pass by, and it's one of those nice shots where everyone around you is moving super fast, but you guys are in normal speed. As you two embrace as the the late bell rings, uh, one of the teachers pops out of their classroom to be like, hey, can we all get to class? All right, no PDA. All right. Miss Bonpon, don't make me call your mother. Oh my goodness. Well, I, I, I just, I, I run and you can hear, you can hear my etnies squeaking down the hallway as I sprint 
And then I trip a little bit, so I have to stop and I have to lace up my etnies again. And then I'm gone. Uh, and I... As you... <laughs> yeah. It's a memory. It doesn't matter what I did. <laughs> yeah, it always... It matters. It's a memory. It matters. <laughs> uh... You can, you just hear my thick work boots walking through the tiled floor of the high school, sauntering <laughs> to my class. As you run through the double doors of Normal Town High, you break through the dream itself and move to another point in your life, Claire. This one a little more recent, more nowadays, probably a couple weeks prior to coming back to Normal to scout out the second location. Mm-hmm. We're at your first location as you're surveying the restaurant. Do you kind of want to describe the aesthetic of your restaurant a little bit, maybe? Yeah, so my aesthetic is like like the Cheesecake Factory, but just without the Egyptian stuff. Like, I just, I'm talking about like big pillars, gaudy gold accents. Um, I, I have like taxidermy animals but they're ma- they're not animals they're made of like stone and all of these like um candles not just on the tables but just around it, it, around the area and um and there, there's very low lighting so the candles they really provide all of the lighting so it's like nice warm flickery ow my cat bit me <laughs> <laughs> it's it's nice warm flickery lighting from the candles all right and as the day draws to a close in this dream uh people are leaving the restaurant and of course you're one of the few to stay by uh jean claude gives you a wave as he's packed up for the night and made sure the kitchen is clean and up to your standards as possible you sit around looking at your load lit restaurant that you've built from the ground itself. You're sitting at the bar, and then you hear a clinking of glasses behind you as Kevin drops a a couple drinks on the bar itself. Um, Oh, sorry. Ah, I'll uh, I'll pick him up (laughs) and try and clean it all up. (laughs) It wasn't sexy. He literally dropped them. (laughs) Okay. Well... (sighs) We just ordered these glasses. I just ordered them from the crate and barrel, and they were pretty expensive. So, um, do you think that, like, maybe you could go and find the receipt and then go and return them? Because that sucks. Also, will you sweep this up? Because I don't want to. I have things to do. Of course. Thank you. um, Thank you. (laughs) I think of that as my number one priority here, sweeping up. And, um... In fact, that was just a test of the glasses. I, I try to be as hard on them as I can in the first week so we can make sure that we have the best quality glasses. So now I can go back to them and say, what the fuck is this? This is not, this is not uh, Le Goutet quality that we search for. Oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> I'm so happy you understand. You know, if you're being hard on them to test them, I can't, I can't even blame you for that. You're just looking for the best for a restaurant. Thank you. It's very nice. Fresh, French, friendly, and uh, hard to destroy. Durable. <laughs> That's the word I was thinking of. Durable. God, you're so, so right. That's the motto. Thank you. You're so right. And we, eloquent. We are durable. We really are. <laughs> you know, Kevin, I think you actually really understand me and my vision. Yeah, I think we have a good thing going here. Yeah, I I do too. Once you um, sweep these glasses up, do you want to come into the office and help me pick out new glasses from CrateAndBarrel.com? Yeah, that sounds good. You know what? I had an idea the other day, and I think... It's going to bring us closer to that French vineyard we were talking about opening up. Oh, I'm all ears. I think we can find the perfect spot in Champagne, France. Own our own entire field. 
tend to it ourselves. I mean, we could even bring Jean-Claude. You know, I like that. But I think that, I think that France is a little bit, what's the word? It's kind of like, it's a little hard to, hard to achieve. What's the word? European. <laughs> Un- unattainable? Ambitious. Ambitious! <laughs> Ambitious. Great. Okay. Yeah, that's... I think that France is a little ambitious, but I hear that the J.C. Pennies in our hometown is closing. <laughs> and I think that that space would really work. What do you think? Oh my god, that sounds amazing. That sounds perfect. In a small town where there's probably only cuisine that people can't even pronounce correctly. I mean, they probably just say whatever pronunciation they want to and just our authentic cuisine and drinks that I give to people. Yes. <laughs> As per my job. Yeah. Man, it sounds like the perfect environment. It'll be great. Us, old JC Pennies, my classic French food, your classic French beverages, it's going to be perfect. (sighs) God, this is great. I'll have to talk it over with my genius daughter, but we'll see. Oh yeah, tell tell Lauren, I really (laughs) need Lauren's opinion, and ask her if she'll she'll help me with my finances. (laughs) Yeah, we just, actually, I just did my taxes, it was great. I didn't, I... I usually get negative. I usually have to give money back. This this time it was not. And it, with all the tips, it's actually really complicated too. But no, it was fine. All right, we'll, okay, we'll take it. As you are, as Dream Kevin is currently receiving a call, it's the, the babysitter who's taking care of Lauren right now. Uh, Lauren is, is having a temper tantrum and they need you back, but... Do you go, Kevin? I mean, you're having such a wonderful time with your bestie. I think, yeah, I think I do. And I think I regret that now. If I had stayed and gone into the back office that day, maybe things would be different now. But duty calls. (laughs) I'm going to have you roll to take off for me. So that's going to be plus quirk. Sweet. Twelve. All right, with the 12, you quickly sweep up the glass, and there's a long and longing moment as you two stare to e- stare at each other before you kind of you show her your phone, and the lock screams Lauren, and you kind of point at it, smile somberly, and then head out, head out the doors the Legute as <laughs> Dream Claire kind of looks on a little, little sad. The Dream... Continues on, you fall away from the bar stool you're on, Claire. And into the 1902 World's Fair! It's still a dream! So weird shit's <laughs> happening. <laughs> As you're on a Ferris wheel with none other than Jake Dangler. <laughs> He's also wearing a bear. Not like a bear suit, as if he had killed a bear, and that's all he's wearing is the bear draped over him. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> oh my gosh, wait, what is it again? Is it a, is it a, or what are we on? A Ferris wheel? You're on a Ferris wheel. A Ferris. Okay, I was gonna say merry-go-round, but that's a lot lamer. <laughs> oh my god. a lot of up and down motion. <laughs> Jake, look how tall this freaking Ferris wheel is. I'm sorry. <laughs> this freaking Ferris wheel. Okay. Jake, have you ever been on a Ferris wheel this tall? I'm freaking out. I I honestly, like, I don't think I've ever been this high in my life. Me neither. It's like, people shouldn't be able to be this high, especially in 1902. They didn't even know what they were doing. What's going on here? 
I don't know, but I'm just glad that we could share this moment together. And I slightly shift and I fake yawn and put uh, the the arm that I'm assuming has like the bear paw attached yeah, to the- it around her onto her other shoulder. Oh, God, you, you put your bare hands around her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and pull her in close. I want you to roll plus charm for me to make a move. Uh... Oh no. I'm rolling for charm. Rolling plus charm. Which is plus yeah. one. Okay, so I got a nine. I got a nine. Alright. With a nine, same thing, Carrie. You can either give Jake a heart stream, uh, share an intimate moment with him, promise to do something for him, or get flustered and abashed. I just, I feel so intimate today. I really. <laughs> and I love, I love the softness of his bare, bare arms. So I'd love to share an intimate moment with Jake Dangler. Yeah, I shave my entire body because, you know, being hairless like makes you look a little bigger. So <laughs> Jake is saying this as you're like obviously coming in for the kiss, Claire. <laughs> and you're just kind of waiting for him to shut up to get your lips on his. As you two embrace, fireworks begin going off. They explode into the shape of characters from Super Mario Bros. Because once again, we're still in a dream. <laughs> As my heart will go on plays in the background. Eventually, that that flute solo uh, turns into a harsh... As an alarm goes off, Claire. As it is now Christmas Eve. Oh, fuck. You... Uh, Head downstairs to see Claudette already ready to go in the kitchen. I already assume Claire wakes up pretty early. Um, so it's probably like 5, maybe in like 4.30 in the morning. Claudette has already seen like she's been in this kitchen since... Maybe she hasn't even gone to sleep, really. Okay. <laughs> um, hi, Mom. What, what are you doing with all of my fresh ingredients? I pick these by hand. What, do you think you are the only chef in the family? Is this something new to me that, you know, the women in our family are amazing chefs and I am not one? I'm just trying to understand. I mean, I know you're an amazing chef. I just, I trust my eyes a little bit better. They're younger, you know, a little bit, bit less cloudy. So I feel like I can look at the produce with a, with a better eye. Maybe you should just like chop chop what I pick. Can we can you do that? She points a knife at you and goes, Do you know what happened to the last person who underestimated me? Okay. Mom, you've threatened me with a knife about fourteen times in my life, and I don't care at this point. I know you're not gonna it do was, it. <laughs> the last the last person who underestimated me was your father. <laughs> And where is he anymore, you know? Hmm? They haven't found the body. You told me that he was he was vacationing in St. Bart's with his younger girlfriend. <laughs> mm. I forget you are much older and much smarter now. Yeah. Fine, fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Pick what I can cut for you. Okay, so you, I, I really need to get my mise en place. You know what that is, Mom. That means that you have to get all of your ingredients prepared, all measured. Ingredients in order. Okay. You're setting the scene. Okay, yeah. so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a vegetable. You're going to chop it. I'm going to tell you how much to keep, and you're going to measure it for me. Okay? Because this is my Christmas, and this is my fundraiser. And I will choose. I will hand choose each vegetable and you you will help me i'm gonna have you uh roll plus bold for me to let them have it yeah okay okay i got (laughs) i got a three all right with a three your mother does bring up that it is her kitchen and this is her house and she is also an accomplished chef. So if you want to take charge, if you want to be the head bitch in charge, um, you're going to need a lot more balls for me, honey. 
as your mother just she helps you she's truly not hindering your dishes in any way she is she is good at what she does and she's just trying to help you out whatever (laughs) (laughs) as you continue cooking throughout the day to get ready for later in the evening when the bake sale takes place we zoom on over to normal town middle school as it is the weekend but we're we're at a special event, a little uh, student and parent teacher event that's being held, none other by Mr. Henry, as you're you're helping everyone build build the manger scene for Donald Town Middle School. And it's a big event. People come in droves just to see the, the handiwork and help Mr. Henry with putting it together. Now, all right, everybody, uh, if we're gonna have a double decker manger this year. Then, you know, we gotta have all hands on deck. It's kind of like a barn raisin, or... Yeah, that's what they call it, right? Uh, so... No, no, Tommy. Tommy. I, I would just... I, if we needed if we needed it... If we needed two of them... Do we need two Jesuses? If it's a du- double-decker manger? No, because cause Jesus, you know, he's higher than us, you know? He exists mm-hmm. on a higher plane, so... So all the little animals uh, in the farm, uh, what's what you what you have? It's uh, they're on the bottom floor, and then Jesus and his mom Pa, they're on the top floor. Oh, okay. So we put all the animals on the bottom, and then we put Jesus on top. Exactly. Man, Tommy, <laughs> you're a quick learner. Oh, thank you. My mom says so too. Yeah, my mom. My mom really wanted me to get out here today because she, she's very excited to see Mr. Henry as a finely manicured hand comes directly in front of Tommy's mouth. As we see uh, a lot of the people who seem to attend your woodworking events, Mr. Henry, uh, much less the kids brought there, but they're ample single mothers that bring them there, all just clamoring around our... Our lumberjack-clad Mr. Henry as Karen uh, muffles her child's speech. She looks up to you with her poorly dyed bob and goes, Honey, let's hush real quick and uh, let Mr. Henry help out with the other kids. Henry, how are we doing today? I'm I'm good. I didn't, uh, you know, uh, women can do anything uh, that they want to, but I didn't know so many would come out here uh, for me to uh, help them learn how to work some wood, you know? I never thought that so many would come out, uh, you know, for this event. (laughs) Oh, Henry, you're so funny as she comes around and she grabs your arm between both of hers. Uh, Yeah, we do have all these women, but uh, who's your favorite? Uh, well, uh, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not looking, uh, right now, I guess you, you might say, so I don't feel very comfortable, uh, listening. You know, my priority here is, uh, building this manger so we can put on the recital, uh, tomorrow evening, you know, so, so we can all celebrate the holiday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, as her arms slowly slide down your big muscular ones, Henry, she comes to your hand lifting it up to reveal mm, there doesn't seem to be a ring on this finger so why aren't you looking uh hmm that's a complicated question uh with uh you know a multitude of uh answers you know I've I've put my work before my love life uh for a while uh because you know I got a lot of love to give, uh, and I chose uh, to give it to my students uh, to say, you know, they're the priority in my life right now. Because, you know, uh, I'm the one that's with them all day, uh, so they gotta have someone who's, who's you know, there with them. As Karen is barely listening to you, she's <laughs> staring dreamily at your hands as she has them held up. She's putting her little hands uh, against yours to, to show the, the difference in size. And she remarks, wow, you got such big, strong hands, Henry. Yeah, that's, uh, that's my swinging hand. Uh, that's the one I use to swing, uh, and use, you know, tools. Uh, my hammering hand, you might say. Uh, my screwing hand. Um, so yeah, it gets a lot of, a lot of work. 
Uh, more so than screwing than, hand. Yeah, when you gotta, you know, there's uh, there's yeah, you know, screws. Uh, you screw in, you know, screws. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta screw. Sometimes you can't just hammer. Uh, you know, sometimes banging isn't enough. You sure are so wise, Mister Henry. Sometimes banging isn't enough. <laughs> Well, uh, I've, I've really appreciated, uh, the time that we've spent together, uh, you and I, Aaron, but I do have to get back to the manger, if you could kindly, uh, release my hand. Uh, your, your, your hand is, uh, very nice, very, uh, soft and delicate, uh, but, uh, I don't, uh, please, please let go, I guess is all I'm saying. Alright. I want you to roll to turn them down for me, Ryan. You get a roll plus control. <laughs> oh, I rolled exactly how I should have. Um, <laughs> two total. Oof. <laughs> As you try to get Karen off of you, she's not taking the hint. She's fully enamored with you, Henry. As she simply, she knows where you have to go to help the kids with the manger. And she simply just interlocks her fingers with yours and begins leading you there. Uh, all of the other uh, hot PTA moms are watching uh, with a bit of envy and jealousy, watching Karen uh, tow you around. But you've got other things in mind. You can probably shake off Karen at some point. You know that the bake sale is tonight on Christmas Eve. And ever since she's come back, you've been thinking, man, maybe there's... Something you could do to get in Claire's good graces. And what better than to amass a good amount of people to come out to the bake sale? Mm -hmm. And what better audience than all of the hot moms that are willing to throw (laughs) themselves at you? (laughs) So if you don't mind, um, do you have a, a specific idea, kind of plan of how you're going to attack this? Uh, I'd say after the, um... After the manger's built, uh, and we have all of the the props and scenery yep. for the Christmas pageant, I'll I'll climb on top of uh, a nice platform, and with my yes. my my pronounced low tone voice, I'll say something like, "Um, <clears throat> uh, now I I really appreciate uh, everybody coming out here." To help with this, uh, this manger today, it, it's, it's very clear that, uh, you're invested, uh, in our community and in the, the health and, uh, safety and, uh, religious fulfillment of the kiddos. And, uh, if there's, if you want to do something else, uh, for, uh, the health, safety, and religious fulfillment, uh, of your kids, there's a wonderful bake sale that one of my old friends is having down at the mall. Uh, the old J.C. Penny's gonna get turned into uh, uh, some kind of French-sounding name, uh, but it's restaurants, French restaurant, and you know it'd it'd be incredibly. I would I'd be incredibly grateful, you know, person to person, if people uh, came sported uh, because uh, she's doing a, a lot of good a, a lot of good work and trying to bring something into our community. You know. All right, I want you to roll plus control for me to see how this crowd kind of reacts. Five. Mm. As you're you're speaking to the the audience of just nubile milfs at your disposal, they just can't stop looking at how wonderfully jacked and eloquent you are, Henry. As they also have been seeing you, you know, hanging around Karen a lot today, and everyone fucking hates Karen. And if you're going to be closely related to Karen or this mystery woman that you seem to be enamored with uh, maybe the crowd isn't feeling it you know i mean they're shutting down the jc pennies for this i don't where am i supposed to get my slacks <laughs> do they say that yeah that was a real thing shouted out by the audience <laughs> okay uh yeah they're uh they're shutting down the jc penny uh and the way I, you know the way i see it as far as slacks uh if you want to go higher end uh, you could probably go somewhere like, uh, hmm, I'm not, I don't know actually, but on the lower end, you probably go to Walmart still. 
Uh, and I think there's a Target, uh, one town over, and they, uh, I've been seeing those, uh, Goodfellas, uh, slacks. Uh, I asked one of the men at school, he had a pair of Goodfellas, and I said, what are those? He said, these are Goodfellas, and I went, hmm, I might have to go over to that other town and pick up uh, a pair of, uh, mustard Goodfellas, because I've been wanting to try out a, a mustard color. Kind of zany, I guess. You'd look real good in mustard, Mr. Henry, as the, the catcalling continues from the crowd. Uh, thank you. I thought it wouldn't quite match my complexion. Uh, I've been uh, kind of worried about mustard. Uh, I know navy looks great, uh, and so does a nice red, <laughs> not on the bottoms, on the tops. But, uh, thank you. <laughs> as the, the, the crowd is getting more and more raucous. Uh, it eventually devolves into one of the women shouting out to you. <clears throat> if you want us to go to this bake sale, you gotta you gotta give us something, Henry. You gotta you gotta promise us something. Uh, I I promise to continue to care for uh, the needs of the school uh, and the children to. Uh, you know, to utilize uh, my God-given gifts to help the people of our community. And, you know, if, uh, if my pa, if you call my pa and he needs to send somebody a uh, fixed cabinet or, you know, uh, put on some new drywall, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm always there. Uh, that's what I can promise you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have you. Hmm. It's going to be a two again, I swear. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna be tugging on heartstrings for me with this crowd. Uh, you've got a heartstring with everyone in this crowd, so you're gonna add plus one to this roll. Okay. Uh, seven. Alright, with a seven. God, it's not what they wanted. They they were kind of looking for, like, oh, if you'll be at the big sale and shirtless. Like, that's definitely something we would have been into. But with the promise to have something fixed around the house, it would be nice if that, that faucet stopped leaking. So we can ask Mr. Henry and Pa to do that. So there's a, there's a few murmurs amongst the crowd and some general nodding. And you get the sense that maybe you have uh, gotten some people down to this bake sale later tonight. As we cut across town, we're at a nice park, we're at Normal Town Park, as Kevin is overseeing Lauren, who's, who's playing at the park. Kevin, you're on the same track of mine. You're, you need to get people to this bake sale, but you're not 100% sure how, you feel like. The other uh, people vying for Claire's attention have a little closer ties to the town itself, but do you have an idea of what you can do, Kev? Yeah, so I think I discuss um, with Lauren and we do some research on how much profit a bake sale can actually make. And um, when I pulled it up on Google, I think it literally says like $400 that I'm like, oh my God, we're not going to make it to 50000 <laughs> So here's what we need to do. I want to get support from as many of the other businesses in town as I can. If we can get funding, great. But if we can at least get advertisement, that's what we want as well. All right, thinking very business inclined. I love that. As you're going around, you know, the big staples of normal Illinois, you you head to the hardware store. They have as... a big staples? <laughs> no, like they really do not have one? a staples. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Instead, you head to the the hardware store that's been there since the the late 1800s. And this has been run, passed down from generation to generation, as Lauren explains to you. This place makes the most money in the entire town. Perfect. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you for looking at the uh, public financial records at the at the city hall. This is great. <laughs> yeah, of course. It was very easy. Thank you, Dad. Um, but when we're done with this, uh, can you buy me a toy? Of course. <laughs> Anyone you want. Within reason. <laughs> I remember a lot. It's okay. We'll talk within reason, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, you still have a swing set at Claire's that you need to put together. <laughs> you bought her last episode. Perfect. You jingling-ling as the door opens to this hardware store. As you're perusing, there are high-end materials, but there is a sense of, you know, fine family comfort at this hardware store. 
as you head to the checkout area, the, the cashier, you see a nice but well-built man, uh, older in age, uh, a silver fox, really, as he's wiping down the counter itself. He looks at you and goes, uh, how, how could I help you? Hey there. Hey, so I am Kevin. This is my daughter, Lauren. So I am one of the representatives of the businesses that are going to be pushed out of this town, honestly. The the town mall is going to be torn down entirely, it would appear. So we're trying to get as many businesses as we can to band together and get everyone to gain funding if we can, or at least get the word out to everyone so we know this is the amount of money that we need to raise by the end of this week. Um, that is going to be $50,000 to save the town mall. You know, uh, when it first came in, I wasn't a, too big of a fan of the mall, to be honest with you. But a lot of hardworking people go to this mall. A lot of hardworking people work at this mall. And I'd, I'd do just about anything to make sure this helps out with you. You know, and he reaches behind the, the counter and pulls out a checkbook. As he pulls out a pen, licks it, and he begins going through it. You know, um, it's very funny, you know. My, I've been talking to my son. He's really invested in saving the mall, too. Really? Who is that? Uh, uh, I don't know if you know him unless you're around here. His name's Henry. Oh, um, I'm not... Yeah, I mean... Conceivably, there could be more than one Henry around here, but honestly, you look just like him. This is crazy. I do know a Henry. <laughs> yep, as you're you're finally getting a full look at him, this just looks like a grayed-out Henry. Wow. This is, so, this is your store, huh? Yep, it's uh, running our family from generation to generation, and eventually when I wander up there to the big pearly gates, uh, Henry's going to take this over, I feel like. But, I mean, he's doing great work down there with the kids at Normal Town Middle School. No, I've heard that. Yeah, that's incredible. I know that the the um, residents of the town call him in to do um, any kind of cabinet work or uh, repairs that they need as well. Yeah, yeah, he does get around. Uh, I just wish he'd uh, settle down, you know. He's a, such a good boy. I feel like he really deserves a, a gem. Yeah, I I understand that. I'd want the same thing for my child. Oh, you you got a kid? Yes, I just said yes. That's my daughter over there, Lauren. <laughs> we pan over to Lauren. She's just got a big ass hedge clipper that she's just clipping in the middle of the hallway. She's not clipping. She's clipping air. She's not clipping anything directly, <laughs> but menacingly, she just kind of has them clip. Clip, clip. Yeah, that's her. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, right on you, right on you. It's it's hard. It's hard out there sometimes. You know, kids, kids are the future. Is what Henry always says to me. Yeah, and I think that honestly, we want our kids to be able to have a good income. We want them to be able to have a good business environment. We want all the businesses in this area to band together if we can create a good community. I'm not from here. I have friends who are from here though. I've heard that this is an incredible area to grow up and um, to have a family in. Uh, I really love the way you're speaking and you know, the values you have. I just, uh, now that I think about it, I could give you this money or I could, you know, probably Henry will probably take that too and it'd be in a much safer hands, maybe. I don't I mean, that's... As he's like almost drawing away the checkbook from you. You can, uh, I mean, of course, you're going to need that for your son. I understand that. Do you know of any good businesses around here that we could talk to, maybe you and I together, and try and get, maybe, I don't know why I'm going Southern suddenly, maybe you and I together, <laughs> and we could talk to them to try and get some more support for the town? I mean, we're the real moneymaker for normal Illinois, so if you were looking for big funds to make this 50000 I... I would be the one you'd be turning to, but I mean, really? I guess I'm just I'm just looking to be convinced at this current moment in time. I didn't think you'd back down so easily, son. Look, all I'm saying is, is your money, my money, 
What's the difference? We want to preserve our legacy. And I think that you putting your money into this mall, putting your money into the town has a greater impact. All right, Marcus, I'm going to have you roll to pose a problem. Okay. Essentially. So you're just going to roll 2d6 since you don't have a heart string with Mr. Henry Sr. Oh, five. Okay, with a five, Mr. Henry considers it and goes, um, you know, I feel really bad doing this to my boy, but he knows what's best and he knows what to do. As Mr. Henry Singer writes you a check and he hands it to you to face down to, to help out with what's going on today. And that might cause some complications uh, later when you and Henry meet up. Thank you for your support, sir. As you <laughs> turn around excitedly, giddily, knowing you've probably made a, a nice move towards Claire, you turn around directly into a blade. As it's just an inch away from your face, you see <laughs> Lauren has found a scythe used for hedge clipping. <laughs> and she's holding it up to you. And she says, this is the toy I want. <laughs> okay, sweetie, but do you remember rule number one about tool- tools like that? They're really dangerous, remember? Of course. What was it? Rule number one is that they're very dangerous. I thought you already no, said I'm it. No, I'm saying they are. That's, that is good to remember, but I'm saying there's a specific rule that you should remember. Oh, always keep it out of people's faces. Exactly. So she pulls the scythe away. <laughs> All right, with like one scythe, please. <laughs> she puts it on the counter. Mr. Henry Sr. looks at you a little awkward, and then the scene pans away. Oh, oh, and I want to say, um, and sweetie, yeah. this is going to be perfect. After we leave here, we're making a GoFundMe. Also, can I see what the check amount was? Yeah, the check is for like a solid uh, 25000 What? Oh my god! Shit, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're halfway there already. <laughs> Holy shit, I stole that from Henry. All right. Anywho. <laughs> As the scene pans away of you excitedly looking at the check, we go to the normal town gym where <laughs> Jake Dangler. It's called Shark Tank. <laughs> the Shark Tank itself <laughs> inside the mall. As you know, it, it's, it's up and pumping. People are moving. Exercises are happening. But Jake, you... You haven't stopped thinking about her. Every rep, every up, Claire's on your mind. As <laughs> you're, 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 doing a, you're doing a heavy set right now. You know, 380 on the bench. You got your spotter with you. As you're thinking of this, this wonderful, wonderful woman, your arms are a little wobbly uh, on your sixth rep. <laughs> As one of your, I've your got a, buddies, I've got if we were a movie playing in my headphones from Hannah Montana, uh, full blast. Uh, as I'm doing these reps, as your arms get a little bit wobbly, your spotter comes in quickly to help you and put it back on the spot rack. He, he slaps off your your beats by Trey. <laughs> Bro, what's what's going on here, dude? You got that sixth rep and you were a little wobbly. I was, I was afraid for you, man. Bro, I didn't tell you to touch the bar, dude. Like next time, wait until I tell you to touch the bar. You were struggling, dude. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and watch my bud die here. All right. Look, I'm look. I'm sorry. There's just like, there's this absolute banger of a girl, right? That I that I met. Uh, Ooh, like, a bitty, a and, dime piece, and, dude. Just like an absolute smoke show, bro. <laughs> like. Like, makes my heart feel like I took, like, I, like, I dry-scooped two scoops of pre-workout, man. Just, like, haven't been able to stop thinking about her, and, and it's, like, every rep, I just, like, I want to be repping her, you know what I mean, bro? No, but, I like, get with it. my heart. <laughs> I get it, I get it, and as you're describing Claire, other dudes are walking around, other people are moving around to, to surround you, um, curious about this, this wonderful and delightful person that's, that's captured the hearts of, you know, the Shark Tank's heartthrob itself, Jake Dangler. Boys, look, listen, like, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask you guys anything if I didn't think it was going to push us to be better competitors. And, and this, I, I feel like it's really two birds, one stone, you know, or whatever they say, something like, two 
two plates like one bar but like i feel like you know maybe you guys could help me out we all know it's bulking season right like yeah. i wait for them yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 we know we gotta get it we gotta get cut we're, we're panning so, around at all the bros uh, the, okay cutting's different from bulking just to clarify <laughs> it's the opposite yep yep it's the other way around but yeah we gotta yeah, bulk to cut we know it <laughs> Uh, so like boys listen so so this girl this dame right she's she's doing like a bake sale and it's it's french food so they're gonna have they're gonna have like uh you know lamb chops and croissants and like potatoes dolphin noise and i really feel like we <laughs> sorry i couldn't keep it oof that was a good one okay good one. Uh, <laughs> uh and i feel like we all just need to like go buy this food right because because then we're doing two things we're we're bulking we're getting those calories in we're gonna hit our macros for sure and then we're also gonna be able to raise money because guess what boys if we don't raise enough money this gym is going away we're in the mall this mall isn't gonna exist anymore and like shark tanks a home now there's a lot of nodding until uh, a bra girl uh peeks out under her beanie <laughs> and goes but like I don't know, dude. We've been doing keto. I've just been like chicken breast after chicken breast. I don't know this 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 fancy French food you're talking about seems a little a little heavy. I don't feel like I'm gonna be able to cut that. How am I gonna lose that, bro? It's super super easy. I mean, hey, look, like French food can totally follow keto for sure. Like I know that me and some of like the the potato chips over here, like we're not we're not on that like keto grind, but like we super respect those who are, you mad know, respect, like fat bombs respect, and all you. that. Mad respect, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you know, like those lamb chops, that's gonna be that's gonna be your heavy protein fat content. You're not gonna have any carbs up in there. Like you know, they've got they've got a lot of uh like that that beef bergwignin, right? Like. They <laughs> that's that's a bunch of a bunch of fat that's in that content you know not a lot of carbs i really feel like you'd be able to vibe with that keto grind still all right i'm gonna have you to roll to stand firm for me adam and you're gonna roll plus control <laughs> plus control oh good i get a plus one <laughs> Hell yes, that's an 11. All right, oh. with an 11, <laughs> there's a, a slight nodding as even more people around the gym begin joining in. I mean, yeah, if it's going to help our routines, then, like, who knows better than our buddy Jake here? As they all start nodding in agreement, knowing they're, they're, they're really going to gonna go ham at this, yeah, as they're kind of talking about it. They're just like, yeah, We all dude. start dapping each other up. Everyone just starts dapping each other up. people just dapping each other <laughs> As <laughs> excitedly they head out of the mall. As it is now later in the evening, as the, the bake sale is being put up itself, um... The mall is active in a buzz uh, Christmas Eve, mostly because of last-minute shoppers, but also, you know, towards midnight, that's when the real Santa Claus comes uh, to get all those last Christmas wishes for the kids. As we're setting up the, the bake sale, um, we have a quick moment as Claire is confronted uh, by the, the three hunks of her Christmas season as both Kevin, Henry, and Jake show up with, uh, <laughs> well, two of them show up with a mass of people, and Kevin shows up just with Lauren. Claire, I have great news. Okay, I'm ready. I was able to not only speak to as many businesses as possible, I was able to speak to them and try and get their support for the city, try and get funding for the bake sale and for the mall. And I brought this check for you for $25,000. What? Wait, yep. wait, wait, wait. Holy shit. I know. I, I could kiss you right now. I could kiss you right now. I mean, you know, I... <laughs> I just want to hold the check up to my face, and I'm going to be like, which do you want to kiss more, me or this baby? <laughs> ah, that was, ah, that was weird. Oh, my gosh. Look, 
Um, <laughs> can J- wait, can Jake and Henry like are we are we actively witnessing this? Yeah, happening? you're you're essentially you're kind of leading your armies in as the bake sale is taking place. There's multiple tables around and kind of the large atrium of the mall itself, kind of replacing the food court right now is the bake sale. And you know, Jake, you're leading the bros over, going over everything to be like, here's what these ingredients say. Say, <laughs> but like you definitely can't read so. <laughs> I've got it memorized. <laughs> yeah, you got to memorize. I know French food. <laughs> you know French food. And Henry, you're kind of leading the, 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 the army of hot moms in as they're going through and nitpicking everything that Claire has constructed for them. Um, and at this point, you kind of both lock eyes from opposite ends of the food court to see, you know, uh, Claire very giddy with Kevin in the middle. And you can kind of see Kevin's got this check in the hand. I want to walk over, kind of meet in the middle... Uh, but before that, as as I and Jake lock eyes, uh, I want to give a wave, a friendly wave, uh, just of recognition. I salute back, like the two <laughs> finger on my forehead, like <laughs> salute in acknowledgement. Uh, and and I I think we'll see what's happening with this check. Ditto. Yeah, you head over. And you you see there's like a quick, very excited hug in between Kevin and Claire. And as they part, Kevin kind of relays to all of you what, what's going on and how you're halfway to the goal. Yeah. And I think it's at... Yeah, go no, on. No, I was just going to say, after I drop that shitty line, I think I'm going to say to Claire, like, we can do this. We've got this. We are so close now. I I know. And I, you know... I wouldn't want anybody else to help me with this restaurant than you, my bar back, and my best friend. As <laughs> Jake, you immediately grab for the check. Um, kind of pissed off seeing that the, the attention of your love is being garnered away. You look at the check, and then you take a brief pause, and then you quietly hand it over to, to Henry. As you can't read the check. Uh, <laughs> Henry, <laughs> you look at the, the check itself, and it's familiar. This is from your pa's shop. Man, I'd, I'd recognize this rustic uh, wooden tool check from a mile away, I swear. I'm so glad that you talked my pa into helping. It was, it was difficult uh, for me to talk to him. Uh, I, I, I sent him a text last night. And he said, I think I'll have to talk this over in person. And then I was busy. But I'm, I'm very glad, uh, Kev. Kev? <laughs> Kev. I'm very glad that you've convinced him, uh, Kev. As Kevin just stands there in awe, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I was muted that whole time. <laughs> Alright, sorry. Uh, I'm gonna pick up Lauren. And I'm going to say, yeah, I mean, uh, we related to each other. Dad solidarity. Also, it wasn't that hard. Man, I just, you know, I've got the, the, I got the farthest thing from a silver tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Gold? Or like, no, like bronze? Or like copper? I feel like it's not very, you know, it's, it's got a good, a good, nice range of motion. So I may, I probably wouldn't say that it's like metal at all. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, as this is your, like, real moment to shine, you know, Kevin's presented what he brought to the table, if Jake and Henry want to kind of vie for the attention of Claire at this moment. Uh, like an excited ten-year-old, I go, uh, hey, Claire, so, I mean, that piece of paper's cool and all, I probably can't, you know, bench, like, 340, but that's fine, but, like, I just wanted to, like, tell you that, uh, all these, like, all my guys, and all, I mean, like, all my, all my, all my pals, you know, cause, like, g- gender inclusiveness, and, and, like, all, just, just the, the absolute bros at the gym, right, like, we're all here because, like, we're gonna buy your, your awesome food, because we're all trying to, like, hit those bulking macros, uh, and so, like, we're, we're gonna, like, buy you out, babe. Oh my gosh. You are amazing. You are like, you're like a handmade croissant, but like a special one, like one that I spent extra time creating and I brushed a little, a little egg white 
mixture on top so it came out extra shiny oh egg whites are a great source of protein i was gonna say butter (laughs) but i picked egg whites because i know that you like protein it's like you get me already i get you i really do (laughs) i really do (laughs) as henry politely butts in uh yeah and uh, you know, I wanted to to get the community accustomed uh, to this kind of this new food, because you know if you know if you open, uh, I mean when you open, when you open, uh, you're still gonna have to convince the community that French food is something that they want to eat. Uh, so I thought that maybe this would be like a really good opportunity uh, to do something like that. Uh, so I brought uh, a lot of thirty to forty five year old women that you know I have uh, some kind of sway over in town. Okay. They're kind of the tastemakers. I know. And, you know, women 35 to 45 are known for being the worst and hardest critics and also the hardest customers. So thank you for this challenge. I will knock it out of the park and they will love it and have nothing negative to say. And it's all thanks to you, Henry. And then I'm going to like, I'm going to like give him a big bear hug and like almost knock him over. But then I don't. <laughs> as there's kind of a tense stare-off as Henry, you look over Claire's uh, diminutive body compared to you. You see kind of Jake and Kevin uh, glaring at you, and you glare back in this uh, nice embrace when suddenly the lights in the mall slowly begin kicking off. There's kind of a sound of a generator dying as the mall gets darker and darker. As now all the lights are off. There's a little bit of a pandemonium at the bake sale. And that's where we're going to end this session for today. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Warmer in the Winter. Go to sleep, variables. Good night. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.